What's up, you guys? It is your girl, the Joe Miller, and I'm coming at you with season two, episode one podcast. I know that I have been gone since March, and I told you guys I would be back in May, but of course, I did not get everything settled and straight until the end of June. And then I, you know, have my EP that came out, and so I was working on that, and here I am starting this podcast back up. If you have not already, please subscribe to my podcast channel. Please go download my EP. It is on every streaming platform. It is called Category 5. And without further ado, we're going to kick off Season 2, Episode 1, giving you all of the tea, the drama, spilling all the beans on what the hell I had going on this year. Now, this podcast is not for the week disclaimer i will be talking shit sometimes my mouth will be a little explicit and i am very not sorry so if you are around someone who does not like someone that speaks in very um explicitly colorful language please turn me off and resume me when you are somewhere different Now, I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I have recorded this exact same podcast before, but it was 30 minutes long and it will not let me upload it. So we're going to try to keep this under 15 minutes. So kicking it off, you guys asked me what happened. So long story short, because I signed an NDA, I am not allowed to tell you guys where I was working, what company I was working for. Um, or disclose any of my, any of the details except who my attorney was, which was Lou Wapple, um, or Lou Waple, and he works for Waple and Hawk, and they were incredible, incredible. Anyway, I was working um for a nursing travel company called Minimum, so we're gonna name them that, and I had already stated several times that this particular other place that they had me placed at was very very dangerous um we were very low staffed all the time so a nurse came up to me it is important to know that when they're low staff the nursing staff will ask for other nursing staff to convert into cnas for the day so that's what i was and they asked me to go help get this lady off the bedside commode. But, you know, being that they were dealing with something else and she had insulin ready, can I go grab her some insulin? So I checked to see what her insulin level was or not her insulin level, what her blood sugar was. Then I grabbed some short-acting insulin, gave her about three on her sliding scale and went in the room. Well, she's getting off the bedside commode and, ooh. She went to go sit down, sat on her bed, and she started choking, okay? So I tried to help scoot her up in bed so she can raise herself up. And, of course, I grab loose of that bed pad. That bed pad comes loose. I fall, hit the inner side of the chair arm, and broke my coccyx bone, my disc, the three discs in my back, and two in my neck. Another question reads here, was it painful? Ooh, Yes, it was painful as hell. I don't take drugs because I'm afraid of throwing up. And baby, I was popping perks. When they prescribed me a perk, I was popping, 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 popping a perk. Every chance 
it was time for me to take one because I couldn't. I had to shit standing up. I had to pee standing up. My husband had to help me carry me out of the bed. Like it was horrible. Worst. Worst. <sighs> oh, just literally living that pain was horrible. Couldn't even have sex. Um, what does workers comp consist of? Okay. Let me try to keep this to three minutes. So boom, my workers comp consisted of me going to physical therapy two different times, a case manager that they first assigned me who didn't know what she was doing, was very irresponsible, lost stuff. And which resulted in me sitting at home for extra three months, not doing anything. I went to the second place to get rehab and that was a horrible experience because I didn't get the full rehab experience that they say they give you know with the total rejuvenation getting a psychologist and all that stuff was important to me because mentally I wasn't in a good place um I would always go in a room and have to work out on the treadmill, work out on a bicycle, you know, jiggle some balls and play with some strings. And I'm just like, if you guys invite me here five days a week, which was another thing that I did not like having to be there five days a week. If you guys are going to invite me five days a week to jiggle some motherfucking balls and play with some bands, I can go do that for $10 a month at Planet Fitness. I didn't come here to just run on a treadmill and play with some balls. I can go home and do that with my husband. That's that's That was wild to me. So I was mad. And then the physical therapists like to be on their phone or go into the room when all the other people would go and get to talk to psychologists. My insurance company didn't want to pay for none of that, which mentally I had a hard time. Some, some days I couldn't make physical therapy because before I even got injured, I had other health problems that me and my hematologist slash oncologist, I don't have cancer, but it's hematology, oncology, they're grouped together. My hematologist was trying to help me tackle. And anytime that I get stressed out, my period, so go for three months straight, which will result in me losing a lot of iron and blood and I would need iron transfusions. But workers comp didn't like that. Um, and, and, and the therapist that was there that I was working with also did not like that. So the days that I would miss to do that, you know, they can't get paid for days that I don't show up. They like to put little nasty ass notes in the comment, which did end up coming to mediation, which we'll get further into. They'll leave little nasty ass notes saying that I didn't show up or, and I didn't give them a reason why and whatever, when I gave them documentation and so did my hematologist gave them documentation on why I didn't show up. And so, of course, when we're in mediation, they try to use that against me. And I'm just like, well, bitch, my my health problems don't just stop because I got injured at work and I have to be your bitch for right now. So I had to get them all the way together on that. So that was that. The next question is, um, says... What was mediation like? Okay, so mediation is basically when you, your attorney, and the other side's attorney, called defense attorney, come together with a mediator, which is a mutual attorney that helps mediate to try to get the case settled. 
Well, when I come in there, the defense attorney was a bitch. She was a bitch and I didn't like her. And I'm glad she stated that, you know, um, she's going to say things that I don't like because she definitely did. She definitely tried to paint me out to be someone who's fraudulent or whatever. Cause I did go to, um, I did go to my, um, what is he called? Neurologist. Cause we wanted my primary care wanted to rule out, um, multiple sclerosis. So of course she's like, you know, I held that appointment from them because I bet it was incriminating like bitch, my mo me and multiple sclerosis has nothing to do with this case. So whatever. And I didn't have multiple sclerosis, but yeah. So then, you know, she was like, you know, because you garden, like, let, let me just make it very clear. They watch everything you do. Okay. So don't be, don't be, don't, don't be alarmed when someone says, oh, they work as comp, they hire private investigators because they do. I can tell you if I had a window in my bathroom, they would be peeking through the window just to wipe, just to watch how deep I wipe the shit out my ass. Like they watch everything you do just to Make sure they can find something to use against you so they can't pay you. Let it be known workers comp is not your friend. They are not there to help you. They paint that picture. Oh, we're there to help you. But I've talked to someone personally who does this for a living. Everybody gets commission. If they pay you less, the more commission they get to get. So they're not there to help you. They are there to pay you as less as possible, meaning those bitches are not your friends. So the defense attorney tried to paint me out to, to as a fraud or whatever. And I'm just like, my x-rays show you. My MRI shows you. I ain't got a fake shit. So that was that. We got into mediation and of course, mediation, we finally settled. My attorney was incredible. He got me an amount that was good enough for me to offset the debt that I've, and by offset, pay off the debt that I've accumulated during workers' comp and, you know, start over. It's important to note that the workers' comp people thought, the attorney for their side thought that they were doing me a favor, saying, you know, I thought I was being pretty generous by giving you the amount of money I was giving you. I had I had to tell my attorney, like, do you get get this bitch together? Because has she not seen one of my paychecks? I bring in at least, at least $1,850. $1,850 a week on a hourly as a traveler's for you to be paying me well under $1,000 a week. I brought home, listen to that, on a hourly, meaning I didn't get stipends or none of that. I just got an hourly pay, meaning it was heavily taxed. $1,850. When I worked as a travel nurse and got stipends, I easily always brought home over 2K every week. So them thinking they did me a favor by paying me under $1,000 and that I should just shut up and be silent because they were paying me, that did nothing. Trying to make it seem like I'm making more money on workers' comp. Like I was making four and 5K 
off my business alone that I had to stop because I got injured. Not to mention, I was making 8K on my own because as a travel nurse that I had to stop because I got injured. So them thinking that me cutting, what is that, $12,000 that I bring in by myself a month to them only paying me like $3,000 a month that this was supposed to be, oh, I'm trying to make all this money on workers' comp? Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. So what the next question reads, what advice would you give me on workers' comp? Let me tell you something. Get get therapy. That's number one. Get therapy because it was a lot of stuff that happened to me on workers' comp and workers' comp did not make it better. I had other businesses that I was running that people that I, I communicated with people and with establishments, but they didn't want to hear that. They could only offset stuff for so long. So I had to pay off different attorneys to take care of situations. Um, I got denied to every nursing school. I lost all of my businesses, lost my certifications. Um, uh, my marriage went through pure hell. Oh, that's a, ugh, we not gonna get into that. Um, my marriage went through pure hell and that's from external and some internal factors. Um, I had a miscarriage. I had just buried my grandmother a couple of weeks before I was going through it with my in-laws. Um, so I just, I went through an excruciating amount of stuff, not to mention my car died on me and that was $10,000 to fix. I still don't have my car to this day. Thank you, Kia Motors, um, cause they take forever, but, um, I still don't have my car to this day, but get a therapist because they will help you manage that stress. I'm so thankful to God that nothing severe happened to me while I was going through all that stress because it was many days that I had chest pain, heart, um, chest pain, head pain, body weakness. I had went through Bell's palsy because of stress. Um, I had Bell's palsy because of stress, like get a therapist, um, somebody said, what would you do? What do you do and not do on workers comp? Well, let me just say this. Like I said before, they watch every fucking thing you do. So really just be just, if you're not faking your injury, like you, you're fine. Just do what you're able to do. Um, they literally watch everything you do. So that doesn't mean take the workers comp money that they pay you every week, go shake ass in the club and whatever else. That just means take the money and and do what you're supposed to do. Pay your bills. Try to do what you can do. Because they literally watch you and do everything to try to make your life a living hell. There's going to be a part two to this, I already know. So there'll be a part two. I'll take out part. I'll put out part two with more questions from you guys um, near about my birthday. But that's a little bit of a gist of what I went through. Um... You guys, make sure you ask me your questions. I am the Joe Miller. You can look me up on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Submit your questions. But for now, that is all. Thank you for tuning in to Season 2, Episode 1. You will hear from me again near about my birthday, August 9th.